Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in Sparks, presented by betonline.ag. I'm Sydney Weiss. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, iHeart, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Sports. Hey friends, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Believe in Sparks. I'm Stacey Pates. Sydney and I have had such a great time doing this empowerment series and we learned so much. We kicked things off with Haley Rosen. She's the founder of Just Women's Sports. After playing soccer at Stanford University, she had a brief professional soccer career in both the U.S. and abroad. And she just really took inventory of the importance of telling stories on a deeper level, stories that surrounded women. And she's done it. And she's done it in a big way. Find out more at JustWomenSports.com. And it was really important to Sydney and me to track the progress of different age groups in their basketball journeys. We began with sisters from Utah, 11-year-old Nation, 13-year-old Ayla. Their mom, Natalie Williams, played volleyball and basketball at UCLA. She had a great WNBA career and has a gold medal from the 2000 Sydney Olympics. From there, we met a junior in high school, Alexis Wines from Lebanon, Indiana, another small rural town in Indiana, as most of them are. And we learned a lot from her in terms of how to handle adversity and how basketball had given her a lot of extra strength whenever she did meet with adversity. Then we moved on to Duke University and spoke with an LA local, Vanessa De Jesus. She played high school basketball at Sierra Canyon, and she shared with us how amazing it was to play in that type of basketball environment as a high school girl, knowing that NBA dads would be watching her games because their sons were on the boys team. And she also shared a couple of fun stories about Bronnie James. So fun to do this empowerment series. And today, Sydney and I are just wrapping things up and we're excited that you're with us. Yep, sports look different this year. And while you might not be at a game, you can still get in on all the action at Bet Online. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino because it never closes. Head over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Sid, doing this special series about talking to to young girls of different ages about how basketball has really poured into their lives and given them not only structure but given them confidence, given them um, an idea of what it's like to really be a good teammate. When you look back at your younger playing days. What would you tell your 11-year-old self? That's a good question. Um, I think to not be afraid of failure or adversity or weakness. I think there was, I was so petrified 
by losing or by making mistakes that I, I would scare myself from reaching my potential. Like I would do all these fun moves in the driveway, but then when it was time to actually like play the game, I hindered myself because I was afraid to mess those up. And so I think it's, I would tell myself to really enjoy playing and to not be afraid of competing, to not be afraid of being challenged because that's when you're going to grow and um, continue to strive for the next level. Cause you can't, you can't elevate unless you're being pushed up. And so I think embracing those challenges and meeting them head on and um, not being afraid to ask questions either. Like I was so prideful and thought I had, even at 11, I was like, I got it. I got to figure it out. <laughs> I think just using my resources, my teammates, my coaches to, um, to ask them for help and guidance, knowing that I didn't have to do it on my own. Like that's the beauty of the team sport is you have four others out there with you. You have your coaches there with you. And um, so I think embracing, embracing the challenges with people that would, I mean, hopefully my 11 year old self would understand that. I don't know. If she <laughs> but I would try and let her know, like just em embrace the journey with the people you get to share it with. At that age, do you think you knew that getting a college scholarship was a, a possibility? Or do you think in that point you were just more focused on learning and getting better and maybe you'll be a starter on the high school team? Um, around that time was when I, I laid the foundation of my goals as a basketball player. That's when I was starting to step into a more serious approach to the game. And I loved it. I mean, I was the kid who brought these like little basketballs with me in the grocery store and I was shooting over like the frozen section and all this stuff. Like I was dribbling through the aisles like that. I, that was that, I was that kid. And once I started to understand, like, I really do love this and I want to pursue it around that time was when I wanted to, I said, I want to be on varsity as a freshman. I want to get a division one scholarship and I want to play professional. And then it went from there. I didn't know how it was going to happen, but I, I knew that I loved it and I wanted to pour my heart into it. And so that was the vision that I had for myself around that age. Well, I know that two of the three came true. Did you start varsity as a freshman? I did. That a girl. I love it. I love it. So when you meet young girls today, because something that's a real bummer is when you look mm -hmm. at the ages, um, like 13 or 14 years old, girls stop playing. They decide they don't want to be part of it anymore. Whereas with the boys, it's like less than, than half of the number of girls that end up dropping out. Why do you think young girls stop playing? What do you think they lose? Is it a confidence? Is it lack of opportunity? Is it what do you think that is? A lot of things come to mind. I know that each generation is presented with different um, trends and cultures and um, distractions, if you will. And I think I can only assume that in today's day and age, there's a lot that takes place virtually and on your phone. And there's a mindset that we can be um, jaded from that this is how a young woman should be or this is where I should be at at this age or this is how I should look like this is what I should be pursuing instead of listening to yourself and allowing yourself to be challenged in these different real walks of life and we all have our journeys but I think we're so quick because of um, we want that quick satisfaction instead of 
seeing the big picture of this walk can lead me here. And it's not going to happen overnight. But I think because of technology and social media, we're so consumed by the here and now and our, our attention span is really, really quick. And this journey is a lifetime. And this journey has a lot of fruit to it. Uh, but I think that we're, we're easily distracted and we're, we scare ourselves from walking that real walk that we're called to be in. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, that's what I can just assume. I can't, I, I honestly couldn't imagine being a teenager in today's day and age. Like I'm grateful that I lived that, the, that time of my life when I did, because it was right before phones and social media took off. And I know that I had to go through my own process of like weaning it from my mind and not paying it any attention or letting it have power over me. So I can only imagine as a developing young woman, the power that it can have over their hearts and their, and their journeys. Talk about the time and the intention that the LA Sparks uh, put into really pouring into the lives of these young, young women athletes and growing the game at a grassroots, a grassroots level and up. That's one of the things that I've really loved about our organization is how we seek out opportunities as often as we can to be in the community, to be around young women who have aspirations to be where we are, because I haven't lost sight of, I was there. Like, I, I feel like when I look at them, I see myself. And that's the whole point of it is we are creating an atmosphere and a culture and a community and hopefully a league that is making, is going to be better when they step into it. And we want to make sure that we give back that were resources for them that were accessible to them because I think that's where the power it is found in because you see like when I was a kid I saw Diana Tarazi on the tv screen but I had no way of accessing her it felt impossible and so what's really cool because of social media and because of these opportunities to be in gyms with these kids we're accessible and we I mean it's firsthand example in your face like this can be you. We are not, we are not any different from you. And I know that some of the most impactful moments of my life was when I went to those basketball camps and I met them in person and I could see them for myself and it was so tangible. And so to have them in the same gym as us, to have conversations with them, to laugh with them, um, that's what it's all about for me. And I've always appreciated that the sparks go out of their way um, to make that a vocal point in what we do. And one of the young women to that, to speak more into that, one of the young women that uh, we had on our show, Vanessa De Jesus, um, her, she's in her freshman year at Duke. She played here in, in Los Angeles at Sierra Canyon. Hearing her talk about Chelsea Gray and being coached by Chelsea Gray, you know, these kids remember, you know, you remember meeting Diana for the first time. You remember meeting, you know, these people mm -hmm. for the first time. And it's just so precious that you are in a position to really um, give these women, give these young women, these girls a confidence they would otherwise not be able to get. Because like mm -hmm. you said, you're looking almost in a mirror and you can tell them, Hey, I did it. You can do it. That's really, really special. What if you saw Let's say you're, you and a couple of your teammates are involved in, in a camp and you see a girl, she, you can tell she's on fire. She wants to be good, but maybe things aren't really clicking and you can tell she's getting down on herself. 
what do you do? How do you approach that girl? How do you make sure she doesn't give up in that moment? I think it's, it's keeping our perspective of how we do things and how we are persistent, even when things aren't going our way. That's where our true character lies. Um, life is like that. I think life is so parallel to um, basketball and the ups and downs that can come with it. And, um, you know, there's going to be tough days in life and you can't just lay down and um, have a pity party. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you do and you need to get all the Ben and Jerry's. That's what it calls for. <laughs> but then there's other times where you got to put your dukes up and you fight back and you don't let um, these situations define who you are. Um, you know, things are going to happen, but we have the choice on how we respond. And so I think if we choose to respond uh, positively, even if we're being really good actresses, I yeah. think it'll surprise ourselves that when you fill yourself with positivity and gratitude and keep yourself locked in to these little things that are the most important, it'll carry you through those tough times. When you take inventory of what basketball has given you outside of the lines, being able to see multiple countries and most of the United States, how has that really grown you as a person? I think it has brought in my perspective of um, basketball is the vessel to which I can reach so many people and to cultivate myself as a person and as a woman of faith and um, as an eventual mother and wife and all these different things that it's all connected to. And I've been able and fortunate to um, like I wouldn't have met you if it wouldn't have been for basketball. Mm -hmm. And I can say that for so many people that have brought so much light to my life outside of the lines. And, um, what I love about the game is, um, I'm going on almost 20 years of playing, which is wild. And each, each day that I am with the game, it brings something to me. It teaches me something. And I will always be grateful and indebted to the game for that. And, I, it's so true and cliche because you hear like at the end of your journey, you're not going to remember like the points you scored, the wins and losses, whatever, like, and it's so true. Like you, what I will always cherish is everything else that it brought to my life. And yeah, like the wins and losses are great. The championships are cool. Even those, those tough games that you lose, like you talk about them, but you talk about them with the people you shared it with. And that is what is most fulfilling to me. Because you've played the game for 20 years, it's easy to make it your identity. How do you balance that and not allow it to become your identity? I, um, I choose to view myself through a lens of being a woman of God more than anything else, being a child of God before anything else and allowing that to dictate um, and to form my identity. And so for me, I've come to terms and I'm at peace with being a basketball player is temporary for me. And right now it's the calling on my life, but I know that that's not going to be the case forever. And whenever it shifts, I'll be ready for that because I know that God is going to be sending me into the next direction and to the next people that I need to be around. And, um, and so I, I find peace knowing that um, he's at work directing my steps and all I have to do um, is stay in step with that and to allow him to do what he does and to know that I'll be equipped with within each season that I'm called to walk in and 
Um, sometimes it can be overwhelming. And of course, there's, there's times where you have a tough loss or you play a good game and you can get caught up in the emotions of that because you're invested. Um, but I think it, for me, the roots come back to uh, being a child of God and um, trusting how he orchestrates my path and who he leads me to. The LA Sparks take sports for girls very seriously, and they're proud to have a partnership with Nike, the WNBA, and the NBA for season two of Game Growers, a unique empowering opportunity for girls 13 years and older from seventh grade to eighth grade to share their ideas on how to encourage more girls to play sports. You can find out more at gamegrowers.com and as always at lasparks.com. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, iHeart, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Sports. Follow me at SweetsBaby24 on Instagram and Twitter, and Stacy at Stacy Pates on both platforms as well. Interested in advertising on this show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Believe in Sparks. I'm Stacey Pates for Sydney Weiss. This has been a presentation of betonline.ag. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.